Hey Lit Set, it's Jasmine. Hey Lit Set, it's Nikea. And this is Black Girl Lit, the podcast. We're a podcast now, guys. Where Black girls are lit, we get lit, and, and we, we read lit. lit. This is Black Girl Lit, the podcast. Hey Lit Set, it's Jasmine, and I am back with another quick lit episode. Um, I know it has been quite some time since I've done um a quick lid or recorded at all um but after taking some much needed time to rest and enjoy the holidays and come into the new year i am ready to go we are roaring and ready to go nikea did an amazing quick lit last week um reviewing you should see me in a crown this week i am reviewing the duke and i by julie quinn and if you are familiar then you will know that julie quinn is the author of the bridgerton book series Bridgerton um, is currently a Netflix series. Shout out to Shondaland. Um, and after watching the show, I was like, oh, I need to read these books. Um, and full disclosure, I did not read this first book. I listened to it on audiobook. Shout out to Nikea for, you know, hipping me to the uh, excellence that is audiobooks. Um, I wasn't able to get the actual book from my library because everyone is clamoring for it. And I honestly too cheap to buy it now that I check out books from the library digitally. So I checked out the audiobook. So I will be reviewing The Duke and I um, by Julie Quinn. So go ahead, get comfortable, get yourself a drink. I have tea today. I have some Lady Earl Grey tea. I felt that it was fitting and appropriate since I'm going to be reviewing this um, novel that's based in Britain. Um, so yeah, Come along, join me as I review The Duke and I by Julie Quinn, and we'll go ahead and get started with the About the Author. So Julie's um, bio is kind of short, so I'm just going to read it straight from the website. It reads as such. Uh, number one New York Times bestselling author Julie Quinn loves to dispel the myth that smart women don't read or write romance. And if you watch reruns of the game show The Weakest Link, you might catch her winning the $79,000 jackpot. Okay, girl, you better be winning The Weakest Link. Um, she displayed a, a decided lack of knowledge about baseball, country music, and plush toys. But she is proud to say that she aced all things British in literature, answered all of her history and geography questions correctly, and knew that there was a Da Vinci long before there was a code. That's cute. On December 25th, 2020, Netflix premiered Bridgerton based on her popular series of novels about the Bridgerton family. And that is all that is in Julie Quinn's bio. Oh, no, there's not. That I lied. There's a whole another section. Excuse me. It says, <laughs> during her senior year at Harvard College, Julie Quinn um realized that she didn't know what she wanted to do with her life so yeah so julie just basically started off um going to business school at harvard and then decided um that she was going to go to medical school and she put off medical school to write books so she kept putting off medical school because she wanted to write books so shout out to julie scrolling fully is important so in the future make sure you scroll fully before you say something so that's about Julie Quinn. Now we'll get into the synopsis. <laughs> okay, um, so come along with me while I synopsisize The Duke and I by Julie Quinn, which is the first book in the Bridgerton book series. Okay. 
if you watch the show that you kind of have a general idea of what the Duke and I is about. Again, if you haven't watched, here's what it's about. Um, High Love of You. It is a story of uh, Daphne Bridgerton, um, who is the fourth in her family, fourth child of the Bridgerton family. And their names are in order of the alphabet. So her brother's name is Anthony. Then you got Benedict, you got Colin, you got Daphne, you got Eloise, Francesca, A, B, C, D, E, F, Gregory, and Hyacinth. 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 Eight kids. Letters of the alphabet. Quick way to remember. Her father is deceased and her oldest brother Anthony is becoming the Viscount. This is 18th, 19th century Britain. 1800s, I think, 1813. Girls coming out and to become debutantes so they can get married, find their husband. Daphne is of marrying age and she is looking for a husband. Somehow though, she gets caught up in a situation um, with the Duke of Hastings, uh, Simon Bassett. And Simon has just recently returned to London, not interested in getting married, doesn't want to have kids, not interested in being part of society. But because he is an eligible Duke, mamas and girls keep being thrown at him. Well, mamas keep throwing their daughters at him so he can marry one of them, but he's not interested at all. After a chance meeting, Daphne and Simon come up with a ruse um, to kind of pretend that they're courting. One, this will keep all of the girls from chasing Simon, but this will also increase the interest of men in Daphne because everybody wants what they can't have. But what ends up happening is some drama and lo and behold, Daphne and Simon may or may not end up together. So that's the high level view of the Duke and I. If you haven't watched this show on Netflix, what are you waiting for? Join the team, watch Bridgerton. I did a really bad job synopsizing this. Usually I'm really good at it. So I apologize for the shit job that I just did. Can't give away too much for the people who haven't watched the show or read the book. Like I don't want to do any spoilers, but I still want to get y'all the information, you know? But now we'll get into my reactions. So as I mentioned earlier, I listened to the audiobook uh, and the narrator kind of sounds like Julie Andrews. And if you watch the show, you know Julie Andrews voices a character on the show, but it's not Julie who is narrating the audiobook. It's not. The chapters were extremely long, like super long chapters. To me on audio, it seemed like they were long. Reading them may have been a different story. I really wish I was a duchess. I have decided that I'm going to just dub myself as a duchess. I'm going to dub myself the duchess of my neighborhood. That's just what was going, just was going to happen. Shout out to Gatsby. I really wanted the characters to learn how to communicate. All characters, not just Daphne and Simon, but all of them needed to communicate. There was a lot of things that weren't being said. And I think maybe that's just the culture and the time uh, where women weren't really allowed to express their true feelings, their true thoughts. They always had to be meek, mild, and demure and alluring. Um, but if these motherfuckers would just communicate, a lot of their problems could have been avoided, okay? I would not have made a good Regency debutante. Now granted, I could have been because I wouldn't have known anything else if I wasn't this time. But if I get sent on a time machine and I go back with the knowledge and information that I have now, I would not survive. I would be too like outspoken, would speak my mind entirely too much. Yeah, I would be um, definitely kicked out. Definitely, they would, I would not be wedded. No one would want to marry me. They'd be like, oh, she talked too much. Also, I'm black, so I don't really know how far that was going to get me either. Um, 
But yeah, those are my main reactions. But next we'll get into the major scenes and topics. The introduction between Daphne and Simon is a major scene, not just because of how they meet. I mean, you know, the meeting, but how they meet, the circumstances of the meeting is important. Their decision to create this ruse is a major scene. There is a potential possible sexual assault scene that happens that in the book, it definitely kind of reads as such in the show, not so much. Try not to give too many like spoilers in the major scenes, but there are definitely some other scenes that can be, um, discussed and talked about. In terms of topics, you have uh, relationships, family relationships, um, family fam like expectations um, that are placed upon you and your family, um, especially as being a woman. Then also like lineage and uh, kind of like life. Hey, hey bruh, hey, chill out, okay? Yeah, it's just a lot about like money, power, respect are some of the major things that they talk about and major topics. Feminism is also something that's alluded to and talked about or lack thereof in this day and age. And like I said, expectations, what is expected of you based on your position, your title, society's expectations kind of thing. For this next section, um, where I'm gonna be talking about the show versus the book, there will be spoilers. So spoiler alert, spoiler alert. These are your spoilers, okay? There are some spoilers here. So if you don't want any spoilers, fast forward to where I give my rating. So skip this whole section, okay? Just fast forward because I'm about to get some spoilers. So one of the big things that kind of stuck out to me in terms of the difference between the show and the book was that I appreciated how the show altered some of the characters to being people of color and added some diversity. Um, I know that's always a touchy and iffy thing to do, um, especially if a character has been written to be portrayed or, you know, look a certain way and then Hollywood kind of converts in and does something different. I know that if it had been reversed, if it was a black character that was turned into a white character, there would be a lot of folks up in arms. But the change of making Simon Bassett's character to being black in the show. And I don't even know if they intentionally tried to make him black. I think they may have just done some colorblind casting. Ray Jean happened to be the best actor for the show and he just also happened to be a black man. I also appreciate Lady Danbury um, in the show. Um, also, there was more characters that they added into the show that aren't in the books, or if they are in the book, they're not really talked about. For instance, Marina's storyline is not in the first book. Marina doesn't appear in the book series until about book four. Queen Charlotte is not in the first book at all. The whole scene in the show where Daphne goes to meet the queen and the queen dubs her, I can't remember the word that she dubbed her as, but as, you know, the, the, the bad bitch for the debutante season, that's not in the book. The whole Anthony's um, kind of relationship with the um, opera singer is not in the book. The book doesn't even really touch on the other siblings as much as the show does. For the first book, The Duke and I is mainly and purely for the most part about Daphne and her relationship. So I appreciated the show having more detail, adding these extra characters, adding more to the storylines, um, and kind of flushing out and making these characters a little bit more whole, I guess you can say. Because um, in the book, some of them are kind of flat. I appreciated the, the show for adding that depth to the character. And, and truthful, honest, 
speaking, if I had to pick, I, I preferred the show a little bit more than I did the book, which is weird. Sometimes it's usually, oh, I prefer the book over the show. But I think just these additions and these changes that they made, um, made it to where the show was just really good. I think the way that they added the depth to their characters. Julie did a great job, Julia did a really good job creating a foundation for these characters, but the show just kind of expound upon that um, and took it to another level. Um, and like I think we talked about when we did our review of um, Tiny Pretty Things is that sometimes shows will make some alterations to make it more palatable. In this instance, I think the show they did a fantastic job taking this content and putting it on the small screen. 10 out of 10 would recommend. So next, I guess we'll get into the rating. So this is the end of the spoiler alert. familiar with our rating system we have a five tier five star five drinks five flame emojis for our book rating um it starts off with sober books trash never want to read it again uh, then you have buzz books a little bit better possibly maybe probably won't read it again um then you have tipsy book was all right you have faded oh that book was really good and then you have lit oh my god that is literally the best book i've ever read in my life i'm going to purchase multiple copies and give them to people in my life so they all can read the book along with me and we can discuss it together. So based on our rating scale, I will be rating the Duke and I as, drum roll, as Faded. I'm giving the book a Faded. Now, I will say, I think watching the show probably jaded the rating for me or kind of lowered the rating because watching the show and seeing the depth that can be created for these characters and not seeing that depth in the actual book was kind of disappointing. There were a lot of times where I was like, y'all's real vapid and shallow and there's nothing happening here. Um, but overall, the actual story, the things that were happening, um, thoroughly appreciated, thoroughly liked the book. So I would definitely give it a faded. Um, I would definitely read the next book in the series, which I think I'm going to do since there's going to be some time before um, the next season comes out of the show. I'm usually not one to read books that take place in historical Britain or any kind of like, yeah, I, at least not in this time period. I'm going to read some historical fiction usually as far back as I'll go is probably like the 50s or the 60s. I have not gone this far back really, but I enjoyed it. So the Duke and I gets a faded from me and it is, you know, technically Black Girl Lit Approved. But if you would like to read the book, definitely read the book. If you can find it, like at your local library, I'm pretty sure everyone's checking out copies. You may have to actually purchase it or do like I did and listen to the audiobooks. A lot of people don't really choose audiobooks. Right now, uh, Nikea and I are currently reading A Deadly Inside Scoop by Abby Colette. Once we finish that book, we will do our review and post that episode. The next book that we are reading after A Deadly Inside Scoop is going to be The Care and Feeding uh, Ravenous Hungry Girls by Anissa Gray. So that will be the seventh book that we'll be reading. This has been a longer season than the ones that we have in the past, but life was happening, pandemic happened. We were extending ourselves some grace and understanding to focus on other things, but we are getting back into the groove of things. Um, really excited to kind of keep putting out content, sharing our reviews with you guys. If you have any book suggestions, if you've read any of the books that we have read, um, not just in season four, not just our quick lip books, but during the entirety of Black Girl Lip, please always reach out, share your reviews. We love to hear from you guys. Um, we love getting feedback and, and knowing what you guys are reading. But that's all that I have for the good of the order, as Nakia would say. So I hope you guys all stay Black Girl Lit and have a 
lovely, fantastic day. Bye, guys. That's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and a top-notch review to get us to the top review page on iTunes. And be sure to follow us and listen on SoundCloud.